Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All good morning. Happy Monday. Bill Ryder with you. Hope you had a marvelous weekend. Thank you so much for being here. As always, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios, when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. There's a, a couple ways you can reach out, be part of the show, get a hold of us. Twitter, Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Phone number 855-2124-CBS. You can always, of course, listen to the program on the free Odyssey app, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, 100% free. Uh, D-Cell taking some hard-earned time off today. At the shore. I guess it's not the shore because he's not in Jersey. He's at the beach chilling with little Will and his wife. Wish him well. He'll be back on Thursday. Kevin Wall filling in, doing that producing duty today. And we'll have Marco Belletti on the program. Marco will help us out with buy or sell toward the end of the program. And he'll give us some headlines in about 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, We'll get into the Bills belatedly doing the right thing on an ugly story involving their punter and the allegations or former punter and the allegations swirling around him that we talked about on Friday. Ty Dunn will swing by the program and talk all things NFL as we gear up and get ready for the start of the season. It is coming very quickly. Some unfortunate acts of violence out there in the sports world. Rookie running back for the Commanders shot several times. Thank God he's okay. We'll talk about that. And a soccer player, Barcelona soccer player, in Spain, attacked in his own home, beaten, tied up. He's also okay. There's some bad people in the world. But we'll mix in some good news. We'll get to the Dodgers and what's been a pretty ridiculous level of domination. And week zero begins, and it's another college football season in which Nebraska's football program is, again, utterly meaningless. I'm sorry, Cornhuskers fans. I I was thinking about this over the weekend, and I think we talk a lot on the show about the amazing number of goats and all-time greats who make up sports today. You just go down the list. Brady's obvious in the National Football League. If LeBron's not the best player of all time, he's going to get really, really close. Steph's the best shooter in the history of the game. Mike Trout, before he fell off a little bit, one of the best hitters in the history of baseball. It's a longer history to that sport, so it's a bigger list of people you got to surpass. But certainly a legendary player. Messi in soccer, you can just go through it. Saban as a college football coach, Belichick as an NFL coach before Tom Brady left. And there's a couple stories today and over the weekend that just remind us these eras of goats are going away and we're going to have to say goodbye to some of the folks who have defined sports for a really long time. 
Two things in particular are taking place at the same time. One is the U.S. Open in tennis, and Serena Williams, who for me transcends the sport, transcends tennis. I've talked about the fact that my daughter Madeline, who could never really relate to what I do and what I talk about, she doesn't really play sports, when she first saw and understood that there was a woman, Serena Williams, playing at the highest level, it connected her to tennis, it connected her to sports, it made Madeline beyond sports feel like there were things in the world that she could do that maybe she'd limit herself through or she'd been told by other people she'd be limited by. It was a connection for her to what I do and just sports in general. And Serena, as I'm sure you know, announced that she's going to retire at some point after the U.S. Open. It's her final, perhaps, match as a professional today. She drew someone who she's probably going to beat. We'll see. And remember, she was number one in 2002. She was number one in 2017. That's the longest stretch in the history of the sport, men or women, between the beginning and the end of being a number one ranked tennis player. Has that Serena Slam twice, held all four major titles two different times as 123, one behind the record. And the end of her dominance, of her excellence, echoes a lot of other folks who are going to go away. If you want to stay in tennis, Nadal, Federer, the two guys who, along with Djokovic, share that record on that list. You want to look at football before we get to Tom Brady. That's the main place I'm going. I know Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of grief on this show. And it's absolutely true that the dude has not lived up to the expectations of his massive talent. There's still time, but a single Super Bowl win, as many as Russell Wilson, as many as Patrick Mahomes, who is obviously still counting, as many as Drew Brees, is an underperformance for Aaron Rodgers' talent. Remarkable talent. But he is still, at least for now, we'll see what Mahomes can do, the most talented, not the most successful, not the greatest, not even close, he's the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. And maybe he'll play three or four more years, but his age, because Brady has skewed the way we view age in the National Football League, even at the quarterback position. You're not supposed to play at 45, you're not supposed to play at 43, you're not supposed to play at 40 at the level that Brady has. And at some point, Rodgers is going to be another guy we have to say goodbye to. And there's been so much drama around A-Rod. If you're listening in Milwaukee, if you're listening in Wisconsin, you know what I'm talking about. It's hard not to wonder, if you don't take him at his word from a year ago, that he might just say to hell with it at some point and do some other version of Jeopardy. Mike Trout, to me, and again, baseball is a different deal. The dominance of the sport, the excellence of the sport goes so far back. You want to be the greatest of anything in the history of that sport, you've got to surpass names like Babe Ruth. For me, the best hitter of all time is Ted Williams, like Mickey Mantle, like Hank Aaron, like Maris, like whoever you want to point to. But Mike Trout in this generation, as good a hitter, not just a hitter, as good a ball player, a position player, as anybody we've seen this side of whoever you want to throw at me. Ken Griffey Jr., please don't tell me A-Rod. Mark Grace, that's a little Cubs joke. I know it's not Mark Grace. And we've seen Trout start to fade a little bit. And all of those things struck me when Brady finally addressed the media over the weekend. Tom Brady, halfway in this decade to 50 Still one of the dominant athletes on the face of the planet. USA Today just announced him the the most important, impressive, number one athlete in 2022. This is a guy whose presence on the Bucs literally made them Super Bowl winners. And whose absence for, what, 11 days caused all kinds of consternation about what's going on. He missed time personal because of personal things going on. What's going on with his dedication? Is everything okay in his personal life? Is he just playing the personal card so he doesn't have to come to training camp, which is miserable for everybody, including old dudes? And, and I'll play you the clip, and it sounds a little to me like he's got stuff going on. 
and he's obviously earned the latitude, Tom Brady, to play by whatever rules he wants to play by. That's sort of the deal when you're the best of all time. But whether it's Saban, or it's Mike Trout, or it's Serena, or it's Nadal, or it's Tiger, who's barely holding on, but I, I suppose still sort of in the periphery on the golf scene, or it's Messi, who's doing his thing for PSG, or it's Bill Belichick, who's trying to prove that his run of greatness as a coach was about more than Tom Brady. Brady himself speaks for everybody, I think, in the fact these things come to an end, and eventually, when you've accomplished everything, you want to move on to something else. It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life, and, uh, you know, we're, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of going on, so, you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can, and, um, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. I hear you, buddy. I'm, I'm 44 years old, and I got a lot of bleep going on, too, but I, I can't skip the job. I can't call up CBS Sports Radio, Spike Eskin, David Merrick, be like, hey, guys, I'm going to miss the next seven weeks. Really got some drama going on at the house. T- to me, this is Brady understanding that his body and, I think, the mental commitment that it takes to do something at the highest level for a living, especially playing quarterback in the National Football League, for, for Brady in particular, for that position – the combination of physical toughness, or at least pain, and mental endurance and focus, at a certain point, no matter how much you love something, no matter how extraordinary you are at that something, and there's no doubt Tom Brady loves football and is extraordinary at the sport, it starts to wear you down. It starts to be a little bit too much. Look, Andrew Luck's not the greatest QB in the history of the sport, but he certainly could have been one of them. And he burned out really early. Barry Sanders is not universally regarded as the greatest running back in the history of the National Football League. And I say this as a Bears fan who hates to admit this. He should be. But he walked away from the game because it was just too much. I know, I'm going to throw a little tennis in because U.S. Open starts today, a little more tennis. I know Andy Roddick is, and Andy Roddick's a buddy, so I'm biased. I know he's a Hall of Famer. I know he's not Nadal, Federer, Serena, Djokovic. But the guy won a single, he's the last American to do it, a single Grand Slam, the U.S. Open, 20 years ago. And then he retired incredibly early because he was just over the game. The amount of energy that it takes, the amount of focus that it takes to play at the highest level of the sport is really, really easy to underestimate. Look at all the guys whose careers just come and go in the blink of an eye. Sam Darnold hurt. That dude's career finished. Baker Mayfield on top of the world a few years ago, just trying to prove he belongs in the National Football League. And so for me, Brady's press conference, and look, I don't think he looks smug, but even in talking about whatever is or isn't actually going on in his personal life and returning to the team and talking about what's going on, the dude looked like a GQ model. I mean, he does look like somebody who's got the world like a tiger by the tail. I mean, this guy is living the dream. And it struck me, Because as a guy that writes for a living and talks radio for a living, I engaged in the same machinery and the same mistaken talk maybe five years ago. Everybody did. Every NFL guest that came on, I'd ask when Brady was going to be done. Every time I had to write some national column, I didn't know what to write about. I just wrote about, well, Brady's got to be done pretty soon. I wrote a column, must have been 10 years ago, after in Indianapolis, that Super Bowl, after Brady and the Patriots lost to the Giants. 
that this was the beginning of the end of Brady's dominance. Terrible column. One of the worst things I've ever written. And most of those of us in sports media have made that mistake. Most of you that go out to dinner with the boys or have some drinks and talk football and shoot the breeze and get over the last five or six years to Brady have at some point said, oh, we got to be done pretty soon. I mean, the guy just doesn't look, look like himself. How many times do we write this guy off, including the end of his New England time? So I understand that we've all got PTSD on this, and we've all been trained. It's Pavlovian now to just believe that Tom Brady, like some kind of machine, is going to go again and again and again. But to me, missing this time, the way that he looked, talking... And I actually kind of buy him, whatever's going on in his personal life. Something's happening. Something's going on in his life. It is a reminder that this guy's run, the most remarkable run in the history of the National Football League, at the most difficult position to play, and it's most important, the quarterback position. The GOAT, the greatest of all time, the best. He is so much closer to the end than the beginning. You're going to wake up one day, like today, by the way, and it's going to be the last time Serena Williams ever competes in a meaningful way. You're going to wake up one day and Tom Brady's press conference isn't going to be about the 11 days that he missed because he's old and he's frustrated and he's grumpy and he's sore and he's got personal bleep going on. It's going to be about the years now where he's got to find something else to do because it's over. Aaron Rodgers is going to have that press conference sooner rather than later. So is at some point, although I know he just signed an extension, Nick Saban, who's by far the greatest college football coach in the history of the sport. And I think you can make an argument his time with Miami notwithstanding, the greatest football coach in the history of the sport. These legends aren't forever. And today for me is one of those days where I'm going to work really hard just to appreciate what's out there. I'm not really a Dodgers fan per se, but this is a dominant baseball team who still sort of feature in Clayton Kershaw, one of the great, I mean they feature him, but he's not the guy that he used to be as part of the theme of this, of this talk here one of the great players in the history of the sport of that position. I'm going to watch Serena Williams today, and I hope she wins, but if she loses, I'm just going to appreciate the fact that there's a level of greatness in that sport from her that may never be matched that we're saying goodbye to. And I'm going to try, because I've been converted. We've talked about it on the show. I've been converted from a Brady hater to Brady agnostic to despite myself being a fan of the guy. Look, he doesn't give two you-know-whats about what I think about him, But winning me over, based on the way I felt about Brady 10 years ago, is as impressive an accomplishment as the Super Bowls that the guys won. These greatest players of all time who are out there aren't going to last forever. Whether it's Messi, soccer, whether it's Brady, whether it's Serena Williams. I know Mike Trout is fading a little bit, and he hasn't been a force in baseball in the postseason because he's gotten there a single time and they got swept. But his level of greatness, got to appreciate these folks. You got to appreciate what they're about because they don't last forever. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number if you want to give us a call. I want to start with something a little happy, too. About 20 minutes from now, we will get into Matariza, the so-called punt god accused of just an awful crime. They're allegations, they're ugly, and I, we on this show, ripped into the Buffalo Bills on Friday. Just went after them. And look, better late than never. The Bills have cut a rise up. We'll talk about that. Young running back named Brian Robinson shot multiple times in what officials believe was a carjacking. He's okay. We'll get into that as well. Ty Dunn in an hour. Yeah, we'll get to let's it's not positive stuff, but let's get into it. Some acts of violence against two pretty well known athletes and a reminder that the world can be an ugly place. Unfortunately, what we're talking about here on Rider Than You. 
when we come back in a moment on CBS Sports Radio. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 in any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings. Early win promotion. It's easy. Bet on any NFL team of your choice. I'm not going to bet the Bears, even though my team. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code RIDER. That's RIDER. My name, R-E-I-T-E-R. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present in-state. Wear lawful to wager. 21 plus in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One win early token. Issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wager restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Hope you had a, a marvelous weekend. I sure did. Hung out with my kids back in Southern California where the weather is just awesome. Saw some buddies. May or may not have had a couple extra margaritas on Friday night. It happens. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a lucky dude. I get to talk into this microphone about the sports that I love for a living. I get to cover the NBA in the evening. I'm not sure this makes me lucky, but I get to put together a top 100 list of the NBA players this upcoming year, 1 to 100, that I haven't really... I mean, I've started it, but, man, I get to get that done because it's due. But I was just thinking over... You know, I... I'm a lucky guy. I get to hang out with Kevin Wall when he's filling in. Got Marco Belletti who's going to be on. Bogish is back tomorrow. Diesel's at the beach. My kids are happy. Life is good. And it's easy sometimes, I think, to take for granted how fleeting life can be. Not to be over the top or uber cheesy, but I'm a guy that I think does a better job than most of appreciating how blessed I am and how lucky I am. 
I um, almost died when I was a kid. Long story. Long story short, almost died. Uh, almost drowned once. Stranger, Good Samaritan, pulled me out of the water and was in a, a really bad car wreck that I've talked about on the show a couple years before my daughter was born, so 15 years ago, where, and I was telling this story over the weekend to a buddy, where basically car, jaws of life, all my ribs broken, lung collapsed, kicked into the middle of a, an intersection, an ice storm, and got very lucky. I'm okay. The guardian angel, somebody looking down, life is good. And even then, I can just get into the habit of, right, get up, go to work, deal with your stress, hang out with your kids, hang out with your wife, make sure your wife's not as mad at you. Why do I have a cat, right? Like all the things in life that are just everyday thing. I have a cat because I have a wife. It's a little wife joke, Kevin. When you get married, be careful with the ones that love you, Lori. Come with cats or four cats. Luckily, we're down, we're, we're, we're down to one. All the things can make you lose track of just how lucky most of us are. You got your health. You got a relatively good life. Things are good. And a couple stories in sports over the weekend really reinforce that. I mean, you can't – look, I, I get to talk about sports for a living. I am a lucky dude. I, I get it. I understand it. And no disrespect to the Kansas City Star, the Des Moines Register, or the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, the three newspapers, the last three newspapers I worked at, or the folks who work in newspapers because I loved a part of my career. But I got to get away from newspapers – when that became a, a very stressful place to work. I'm a lucky guy. But think about if you're a running back in the National Football League, just how on top of the world you feel. You've spent your whole life working toward that. Or, because I'm into soccer a lot now, I love it. Or if you're a world-class soccer player and you're playing at one of the big clubs in Europe and you're making millions of dollars. Two stories over the weekend just highlight, man, how how quickly things can go badly. And, and thank God both these dudes are okay. The main story, certainly in this country, is the commander's rookie running back, Brian Robinson, who was a third-round pick, going to be a part of the plan for that team, promising player. And the announcement came down over the weekend, according to a team spokesperson and some of the co-owners and head coach Ron Rivera, that... This young man was shot multiple times in what appears to be an attempted robbery. Some of the reports say that it's a carjacking. I mean, just think about this. You're a football player. You're going about your life. You're doing your thing. You're driving home. One of those could-be-anybody situations. And all of a sudden, your world is turned upside down. Now, here's the information that we have. It's from Ron Rivera, head coach of the Commanders. Tweet it out. I'll just read it to you. Just got done visiting with Brian. That's Brian Robinson, the running back. He is in good spirits and just wanted me to thank everyone for their kind words, prayers, and support. He wants his teammates to know he appreciates them all for reaching out, and he loves them all, and will be back soon doing what he does best. And then another story, and again, I know that soccer is not as big a thing in this country, but I, it's, my, it's my little escape. I love it. I watch it every. I watch Barcelona every weekend, often on delay. Right now, it's not the NFL season, so I can watch it live. And they've got a, a player named Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, who's a striker, really good player, not playing a lot, really joyous guy, fun dude. Was really great for Barcelona last year. And I watched this game yesterday. Barcelona romped all over. Can't even say the name of the team. Kevin, you a soccer? You soccer? You look like a soccer guy. Ah! That's a joke. <laughs> no, soccer? Are you soccer, dude? No, not really. All right, you Gotta can't help honest. me how to pronounce Valioloid. Valioloid? I can't say it. Valioloid. <laughs> that was good. That's what it is. The big V. The big the team that uh, begins with a V. And 
Aubameyang didn't play in the in 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 the, in the game. Barca one four zero. But, like, I've watched the guy play. I kind of know who he is. I spent a bunch of time on vacation with my kids over the years in Barcelona. Not that I know it super well, but I've been there. And woke up this morning to report that the guy who I saw right out there hugging all the, all the guys after the game went home after the game last night, right, late in Spain, went to his house. His wife is there. His two kids are there. And so were a bunch of armed robbers who, according to reports, beat the holy hell out of him, handcuffed him and his wife, and robbed them in front of their children. And thank God, thank God they're okay. And it's just, there's no, there's no major takeaway what happened to Aubameyang, what happened to Robinson, other than on a Monday, just a reminder, and it's really easy to say, and it's really easy for it to sound trite, but again, as somebody who has survived some pretty hairy situations, and I don't always hold on to this feeling of gratitude that I need to, it's just worth a reminder that that there are bad things that happen in the world to good people. I say this a lot, I say it to my kids, Life isn't fair. And it's not important because it happened to a running back. It's not important because it happened to some soccer player in, 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 in Spain, almost said England. These things happen, I know, all over the country all the time to people who aren't famous, and that's the point. One of the things about sports that I think is extraordinary and one of the things about sports that I think is powerful when we talk about really positive things, when we talk about meaningful things like this, and unfortunately when we talk about ugly things, which we'll do in about 15 minutes the allegations involving the former Bills punter, is that sports are a way to to remind us of universal things in, in a way that actually we can relate to. Because if I bring up some insurance salesman who got shot multiple times, what you're probably going to do, what I'm probably going to do is be like, ah, it's not me and move on. But this is a guy who plays a sport that all of us watch. It's a young dude trying to make it. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Young dude grinding like Kevin, old dude like me, who has been grinding, right, older dude, whatever, wherever you're at. You can relate to somebody trying to make it, pursuing their dreams, trying to carve out the life they want. And it's just for me on, on this Monday a reminder, you got to appreciate the things that you have. you got to appreciate the people in your life. Hopefully, like with me, whatever good luck in the universe, guardian angel is looking down, higher power is uh, is taking care of you. But, but you never know. You, you never know. What's going to happen? You never know what's going to go down. And the reality is that you got to appreciate the time that you have while you have it. So send in all the, the prayers and, and good thoughts to uh, Obama Yang, who's by all accounts okay, and, and to Brian Robinson, who they, they, you know, he says he'll be back. It's not life-threatening. And I've never been shot, but as somebody who was in the hospital for, for, for a while after that car wreck, I know what it's like to, for your body to feel kind of broken. And, and to feel a little vulnerable in that world. So all the all the love in the world to Brian Robinson, all the prayers in the world to Brian Robinson. Hopefully that dude is able to make a recovery, get and get back to um get back to playing football in the National Football League. And by the way, speaking of um of just happy things, and, and maybe to end on a on a happy note, I really like it when good things happen to good people. And here's the reality. And I don't know what business you do but but you probably, like me, understand that's not always true. Sometimes really good people succeed, and sometimes people that are the worst succeed. That's just There's a range of realities in the world. Again, life isn't fair. And the sports media business, I'm sure like, like a lot of businesses, probably like your business, is not an easy business to make it in. It's not easy to find full-time work. It doesn't matter how talented you are. And I don't think I've had the opportunity on the air to congratulate this guy, Marco Belletti, 
who's done fill-in work and done updates for a long time at CBS Sports Radio. And our sister station, the big station in New York, WFAN, uh, is a friend of the show. He's a great guy. Apparently, he's like fourth cousins with, with former producer Tom Benedetto. There's all kinds of magic going on. Marco, it's, this has been going on. This has been true for a few months now. But you're a full-time dude now. You beat like 139 other people to the job. <laughs> you're the man. All those folks lost. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. I honestly had no idea where you were going. I was like, oh, good. This is congratulations to somebody cool. That's nice. I love hearing that. <laughs> Who's this lucky guy <laughs> yeah, that Ryder's talking about? I like hearing about good people. This is great. Congrats, dude. I mean, that's a big that's a big thing. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, uh, being here from when we from we launched. So I'm an original, which is kind of cool. So, you know, it's the big thing for me is the fact that, hey, paid holidays. I don't have to work on some of the, you know, Thanksgiving and whatnot. That's the stuff. You're going to be at the Thanksgiving dinner and your kids are going to be like, who is this guy? He looks just like dad. You know, he's doing here. It's funny because I was just saying it outside because Mraz always kind of busts my chops about this stuff. But uh, this Thanksgiving, I'm assuming I'm going to be off. I'm gonna, hopefully, I, I don't eat these words. It'll be the first Thanksgiving I don't have to work since '95. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it'll, it'll be kind of cool, dude. I, so I can relate. I'm I'm 44, and a few years ago when I got the 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 not I guess it made it two years. The the I don't know. I always feel weird. Like I had a TV show, but it has been canceled. <laughs> I don't know. Am I bragging or am I feeling really sorry for myself? I don't know which one. But uh, that was the first time. So this was so uh, that network CBS Sports HQ launched on my 40th birthday. So I always joke that a a new era was born as my youth died. <laughs> and for those two years, I didn't work weekends. And it was the first time in dude, I'm telling you, like 18 years that I had a weekend. It was I woke up on a Saturday once in a panic because yep. I thought I was supposed to be at work. Yeah, that's the other thing with this. I ha- it hasn't started yet because the summer I've been full time, but. Uh, trying to fill the holes, you know how the summer is, and everybody kind of moving parts oh, yeah. and whatnot. So, and I'm I'm cool with that. So I haven't had weekends off yet. I've had a couple, uh, which is more than I've had in with 20 years. But it'll be cool to have weekends off and holidays. And here's the kicker: to get paid on holidays, where I'm actually not losing money and I can get paid vacation. Ooh, man, we're into a new realm of territory for Belletti. It's been a long, long time. Marco Belletti living the dream. Now, now every there's like balance in the universe, right? A little yin and yang, which I once mistyped as yin and yang in the in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and and many of the fine readers let me know what an idiot I was. That's been a theme of my career for a long time. Uh, one of the one of the there's good and bad. Now, one of the, the realities of being full time, at least when you come on this show, is that then you are because now you're full time, right? You're in you're in the mix. You're good. You know, you're 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 part of the group. I gotta ask you. I won't do it today, but figure out when you're ready for your least and most favorite update anchors and hosts at the network. Because now you're like a made man. You're like Pesci, but you don't get got. You're actually like what Pesci thought he was gonna be. You're made, dude. So then I could start taking people out. I was unaware just, of that. Yeah, just you could be like, you know what? I'm over Bogish. Where is he? <laughs> I'm over this guy. He's the worst. Yeah, yeah, you can. Or you know, I mean, sometimes you get boomerang. I'll be like, "Who's the who's your least favorite host?" You, and you'll say, "I'm talking to him, Ryder." Shut the hell up. You can do whatever you want. You're definitely safe on that one, and it's not just because I'm talking to you. All right, good. Uh, and you're gonna do a little uh, little buy or sell for us in in an hour. I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be fun. It'll be the first time doing that for me. Have we not done that together? No, right, I'm excited. No, no, no. This will be a good. All right, we're gonna get you a script, but you can also just it's you. You know, you can just add stuff. You could literally be like, hey, Bill, I'm going to get my hair shaved by yourself. I mean, I don't even know if that's a thing, but whatever you want, 
It's your world, buddy. One hour from now. Well, just so you know, I have a tendency to go off script. So I don't know if that got me the job or was the reason why it took me 10 years to get one. But I have a tendency <laughs> to go off script a lot. Nobody likes a script. What's a, I go off script every show, and I'm still here for now. For now. Uh, congratulations, buddy. I'm really excited for you. Appreciate it, Bill. All right, Marco Belletti hanging out with us today, filling in for uh, for that bum Andrew Bogus. No, I love I love Bogus. Um, all right, we're gonna get into a topic that that again, it's not it's not a happy one, but I just ripped the holy hell on Friday out of the Buffalo Bills for not moving on from their punter who had those awful allegations against him, or at least not sitting him. And there's been a change. They have cut Matariza. We're going to get into that story here on the program. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Uh, Bill Ryder with you here on this Monday. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. There's an old movie. It's old. It's an oldie but goalie. Let's see if Kevin Wall has seen it. Kevin, have you seen the Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer, that probably came out when you were just a gleam in your father's eye? I have not, but I have seen a lot of Adam Sandler movies, but that was Good not on the list. Excellent film. It's got an actress named Drew Barrymore you probably haven't heard of. She's, she's, oh, I know Drew Barrymore. All right. You young guys. Uh, there's a great line from the movie that reminds me of an interaction we just had during the, uh, during the break. Um, Adam Sandler in the film uh, has been raised by his sister because his parents died in a car wreck when he was younger. Not a big part of the plot, but it's just a thing that, that, that so you know about him. And in the movie, in, in this, in this uh, comedy romance movie with, with Adam Sandler, his would-be wife, his fiance, leaves him at the altar. So he's at a party, Kevin, and some drunk guy's like, hey, your wife, you know, your girlfriend left you at the altar. That must suck. And Adam Sandler goes, my parents died when I was uh, seven, too. Do you want to talk about that? And oh the guy God. goes, why would I want to talk about that? And that is the line that I use when people bring up the bears in a positive light to me. Because in the break, <laughs> and I know you don't know, Kevin Poland, you know, uh, uh, well, did, did you know, did you know the bears are playing well? So you, I love this. So you have a an unfiltered view, an unbiased view. You're not scarred by the horror, the stain, the subtracting from the sum of all human football joy that was Jay Cutler and every quarterback that has followed and probably preceded that that um that the Bears have ruined. You actually, with your untarnished, unscarred eyes, you like what you're seeing from Justin Fields a little bit. No, absolutely. And again, mm. it's preseason, so let's pump the brakes a little bit. But I'm pumping the brakes. The car's not even moving for me, Kevin. <laughs> you got the emergency brake already locked. It's on. But no, so far, so so well in the first three weeks, he, he's looking pretty good. And they were playing Cleveland, and obviously, I, I forgot how many touchdowns he had, but they won, you know, pretty well. But it's good to see a quarterback with potential and then can take you somewhere down the road. Now, I don't think the Bears are a good team right now, and they got a lot of work to do, but in, especially with the offensive line. But Fields, he, he gives you some potential. Hopefully the Chicago Bears don't screw him up. Now you're speaking my li- – yeah, I, I, look, I appreciate the um, I appreciate the positivity. It's the first time anyone on this show – I'm not kidding, has ever said anything remotely positive about the Bears because every producer of this show, D-Cell, D-Ben, Stu, Klug, I've gone through a lot of them. In fact, that's not true. They've all just got like, promoted to like, big jobs, and I'm sure D-Cell will at some point too, have all found it really amusing how much the Bears suck. So I just want to thank you on the one hand for your positivity, but on the other hand, 
let's avoid positive Bears talk because I don't want to get sucked in. I don't believe in them. I know. Just I, it's the same feeling with me when it comes to the New York Giants. Really, the is. fact that you can accurately compare the Bears to the Giants makes me sad. It <laughs> just because you guys are well, kind you guys of a have beat us mess. How many times in the last couple of years? He beat us in, ha- in nineteen. He you guys beat are us terrible. In 20 when Saquon went down, so you guys have a you guys have a winning streak against us. Yeah, that's. I, don't know I mean, that's, that's nothing to brag about, but yeah, that that that's like me winning an arm wrestling contest. That says more about the other guy than it does about my overwhelming strength. All right, go go Bears. I don't even know why I root for the Bears. I'm actually trying to get my kids. I let my kids root forever they want, but I'm, I push Barcelona football, soccer. I, I push the Cubs, right? I push the University of Missouri. It's where I went to school. My family's from Iowa, so I can maybe push Iowa a little bit. But when it comes to because we live in L.A., when it comes to football, the other day my kid was like, I think I want to be a Rams fan. I was like, done. I will go to the store right now, and I will put a bunch. I'll buy $300 of stuff I can't afford on the credit card. I'll pay it off over a year. I'll put it on layaway of Rams clothes. That saves you the pain. All right, there we go. Bears suck. That's my point. Sorry, Bears fans. Should have been a should have been a Packers. Every one of my relatives is a Packers fan, but me. Every single one of them should have been a Packers fan. Painful to say out loud. Uh, on Friday, we talked about just the the really awful awful allegations surrounding then Buffalo Bills punter and and uber talented punter Matt Ariza. Uh, he had been accused in a lawsuit not a criminal complaint, but in a lawsuit of gang rape against a then 17-year-old young woman. Um, and I should have said this a second ago. If you're if you're driving in the car, listening to the Odyssey app, and your kids are listening, uh, this segment's obviously going to talk about some, some, some things that are not appropriate for those ears, so including my wife who's in the car with my son. Uh, love you, Henry. Let, this might be the time to, to come back in, in, in a few minutes. Uh, the allegations in the, in the complaint were really horrible. And they were more than just allegations in the sense that, and I'm not talking from a level of evidence for a criminal prosecution. I'm not an attorney, and I can't speak with any intelligence on that. But according to the complaint, uh, the alleged victim, who again was 17 at the time, under the age of consent here in in California, uh, she alleges that she was given a drink and she came in and out of consciousness while three different people, including Ariza, are alleged to have sexually assaulted her. There are other details in, in the in the complaint that are horrific and physically violent. Uh, if true, it is a horrific, horrific, horrific crime. And as part of this documentation that's out there that reporters were able to get their, their hands on, the alleged victim is said to have gone to detectives in San Diego and that they had coached her, as they will with victims trying to, to conduct evidence, to call her Ariza and to tape the, the conversation, which is apparently recorded, and with detectives listening in to try to get him to admit some of these things. And, and while the complaint doesn't have that, doesn't have him coming out and saying, yes, I did these things, the details that emerged, the conversation they had, the little bit that we have, certainly lends itself at a minimum to being highly probable something incredibly inappropriate happened. Okay, all that leads to the fact that the Bills knew about this a month ago. They cut their other punter last week. They were committed to, to Ariza, who is an amazingly talented punter. I mean, he is. He had an 80-yard punt in the preseason. I mean, the guy is nicknamed the punt god for a reason. And we, I, just went after the Bills for what I thought was was an absolutely unacceptable, inappropriate, and, and, and terrible willingness to just put the guy out there while these allegations, while these allegations were, 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 were still needing to be 
investigated and um, and and gotten to the bottom of too. And the Bills have over the weekend. I'm sure. I'm sure a thousand media voices. I'm sure a bunch of voices in Buffalo were able to ring the right move out of them. And I don't even know if it's the right move. I, I wasn't calling for the guy to be cut. I certainly thought he shouldn't have been suspended from the team until they got to the bottom of this. But the Bills have just gone a step further. They have released Matt Ariza from their team. And he has done what, what tends to happen in these situations. And again, with allegations you don't know, but in some situations there's enough evidence to be able to suggest that it is at least worth being extremely cautious employing someone or having someone around you around your team, around your organization. And I'll go to this again. Every time we get into some athlete who is accused of something and there are consequences potentially for that athlete, which means consequences for the team and consequences for a team people cheer for, inevitably there's the same chorus of responses that are you shouldn't lose your career over an allegation and we don't know if it's true and in the really ugly parts of our culture, women are always saying this to get money. And it makes me so frustrated, so mad, in part because, look, I understand that that a lack of um, evidence and the fear of losing something over that is scary. But I'm just telling you, I'm a nobody in general, and certainly compared to, to an NFL football player. I have a radio show. I love doing it. I do some TV work. Love doing it. I write for CBS. Love doing it. And if I was accused in a credible way of this kind of an act, and I mean accused in the exact same situation, in which there was a, a record of me having a conversation with the alleged victim where obviously some sort of behavior happened, where it was clear, at a minimum, this is worth looking into, I would be fired from this radio show immediately. I would be fired from my CBS Sports HQ show immediately. And even if I were innocent, which again, if you place me in this exact situation with these allegations, or anyone, just any person in this situation, the likelihood that you're 100% innocent or innocent to me seems small. Even if I were the, the, the minority of, of situations where it turned out by some miracle I were innocent, my career would be over. So I understand the jeopardy you're talking about, but the standard shouldn't be shifted because a guy can kick a, a football 80 yards. Like, give, give me a break. Teacher. Journalist. I was going to say politician. The rules don't actually apply to them the same way. Um, police officer. Athlete. In general, most things in the world, you get accused of this, you're not going to be able to do your job. You're, you're, you're just not. And the, and the reality is, like, and maybe to a degree radio host, certainly a football player, you're a, public, you're a public figure who matters in your community. You matter, and that's true in, that's true in any NFL town. In L.A., if you're a player of note, even this punter, noteworthy punter, you're going to matter. But having lived in Kansas City, Missouri, and covered that, that Chiefs team, I can tell you, that in some markets, like Green Bay, like Kansas City, like San Diego when they had a team, and like Buffalo, where I've been for work, smaller communities that feel an even deeper connection to their players, you see them out more. Oklahoma City, if you want to talk about the Thunder and the NBA. This guy, Matt Ariza, was a face of the Bills, was an important public figure. And I don't care if people roll their eyes and it sounds self-righteous. I got kids and I'm going to speak and lean into my experience. Kids do look up to. And you don't even realize that until you have a son who's like my kid. They just like, I had to explain to my kid, uh, an athlete he liked who's a, who's a bad guy, who's had accusations like this. And it was a really tough conversation. And my kid didn't believe it. Like, no, that person would never do that. I'm like, dude, just because he can score, just because he's an amazing athlete doesn't mean that he's a good guy. 
good for the Buffalo Bills. They got there late. I don't believe for a second that they said they didn't know enough. If you get the accusation, you go find out enough. If, if journalists can find out what's going on, you can find out what's going on. But at least they've moved on. At least this guy's no longer part of this team. At least the guy's not in the mix. And I really hope that every other NFL team, especially those that are going to need punters at some point this year, put the brakes on the idea of bringing in Matariza until there is some clarity about what happened. Because the fact that there's a taped conversation with the alleged victim, that the police are involved, that she was 17, that she was horribly beyond the sexual assault, physically assaulted, that she was allegedly, excuse me, allegedly, that she was allegedly sexually assaulted, that it involved allegations of multiple people. It is ugly enough. It is terrible enough. It is, if true, criminal enough that anyone under the shroud of those allegations should not play in the NFL until there is clarity they didn't do it, given what we know. All right. Ugly story. Wanted to hit it since we did it on Friday. Let's move to the actual game itself. Ty Dunn, NFL insider and writer, going to join me next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 